Okay. Black Box Radio. Um, this is the Mormon Report. Uh, we have Milroy Harry today. Hey, Milroy. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, we're doing pretty good. I don't know about everybody, but I'm doing pretty good. Wow, excited. You excited? Excellent. Super. So, you know, we're going through uh, COVID-19 and um, it has stagnated everyone's life. It is, we are all in this confused state and we're just moving and doing stuff that we've never done. So we, all our new normals are here. And um, so I just want to know, how's that affecting you per se? So tell the people, like, what do you do in the, in the community? What, what, what is like your profession? What do you do? Well, I'm a celebrity hairstylist, a trade. Mm-hmm. I teach, I mentor, and I do a lot of photo shoots with, where I develop models and people that are preparing to go to New York as well as Europe. So I'm really hands-on, and it's like uh, where we, when social distancing in my field, it's hard to do. Mm. So how is it affected? Yeah, so the bag has been affected then. So when you're doing here, it's intimate. So how has that affected you? Well, I'm going to say it's affected me significantly. But you know how your mom always say prepare for a rainy day? Mm-hmm. So this has been a rainy day, but I didn't know it was going to be rainy months, you know? So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to what this, what the, um, the media is saying that is to come. I'm just trying to keep myself safe. And also, as well as, as, well as that, you know, it's been so funny. It's so amazing that a lot of my clients have been cash apping me fifty dollars here, a hundred dollars there, just saying just because. But um, I look at it as as though I planted seeds, and I do a lot of stuff. Um, you know, for my, you know, I mean, you know, for my clients, pro bono as well. You mm-hmm. know, I give free advice, free information, <laughs> free consultation for family members or what have you. So you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate in that area. Um, it's, I, I can look at it. If I didn't do a lot of these things or plant various seeds and various mm-hmm. grounds, I think that I feel like I probably, you know, would be going under and panicking. You know. Got it. Got it. Because are you able to work in any capacity, or you're just shut down? Because most stylists are shut down. So. Well, let me tell you this right now. I have a student I teach weekly. Mm-hmm. So her parents, they cash at me money. I tutor a young lady in the area of cosmetology. Mm-hmm. Um, she had, she, you know, like I said, and I always tell people, you know, either you want to be a worker um, or you want to be a star. And mm-hmm. she wants to be a star. So what we're doing, along with what she's learning in, in school, mm-hmm. I'm reinforcing a lot of her skill and her knowledge. And then also I'm breaking down, you know, hair history to her right mm-hmm. now. We're next Starting next week, we're going to be reading the book. So I do a lot of other things outside of um, just standing behind a salon chair that Good brings um, additional income to me. Um, so, I mean, it's not a lot, but um, but it's, it's something. In these times, though, it's, it's very effectual. Absolutely. And then, I mean, people call me and, and they may, like some of my clients who may not be able to get out and about, um, mm-hmm. they may call me about, diff- you know, different things pertaining to their mom's hair. So I'll do the research on hair products or um, I may have a friend who's a distributor 
and I might have them send it to a certain area, you know, address or what have you. And, you know, for some reason, you know, for, it's just a blessing before the most high. Um, you know, they may cash at me $100 for, you know, giving them advice or putting them in touch with a product that they probably wouldn't um, otherwise fail. Hmm, them some so, good clients. Give me some of them cash out clients. Hey, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times your clients, they pick out, you know, they take on the personality of the stylist. Mm. You know, and I feel like a lot of my clients, you know, they have a lot of my personality and I, and I share a personality, you know, traits with them as well. Got it. Got it. And that makes sense. It makes sense. Um, usually women, I guess I'm into, I'm not sure about men, but me being a woman, I know we have a very, we have real relationships with our stylists. Absolutely. <laughs> we have real relationships with them. So I totally understand what you're saying. Like they take on your persona and who you are because us, we don't play with our stylists, you know. That, that's big, know, big, right. in the women's world. That's big, that's big, big business. So well, I don't play with my women. Have, huh? you ever, have you ever heard that saying? Uh, I said I don't play with my women, but have you ever heard of that saying? It's three men that a woman will always love: her father, her husband, and her hairstylist. Better believe it. I don't know about the husband, <laughs> but that stylist and that father, them two is a yes. That husband and her husband, a good husband. The, oh yeah, maybe a good husband. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me stop. I don't love my men. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely the stylist and the father. Yes. Husband on a good day. But yeah, that, that is true. True statement. Bingo. So let me ask you like your mind space, because this is just really bigger than, you know, us getting money. Nobody's making any significant money now, unless these, you know, hospitals and stuff like that commercial entities, but really as humans, we're not even, no one's really working at the potential they would regularly work. So like it messes with your head sometimes. Like where's your mind space in this thing? How are you feeling? Well, I'm, I'm feeling amazing. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I came up in a struggle where I had a mother who reinvented herself. So struggle helps you to appreciate everything mm. to me. Um, so, you know, have I been broke before? Yes, I have. Have I ever lost something? Yes, I have. Have I ever been shut down from doing what I like to do? Yes, I have. So I'm just sitting down and I'm taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And the wonderful thing is I have a relationship with a higher power that also keeps me grounded. Now, one thing I will say, I was in the house for maybe three days straight. I didn't even go out of my door to throw trash out of the trash chute. So this so be it. One of my customers had stopped by and um, to drop something off um, that she purchased me from the store. So I okay. said, "Okay, I'll meet you downstairs." So when I went downstairs, I stepped up my foot outside, and I felt a surreal feeling. I felt like I was living in the TV. <laughs> it was just—it was a crazy feeling I had. So I asked my client immediately. I said. I said, so-and-so, could, would you please drive me around the block? So she said, you okay? Sure, come on in. So I jumped in a, in a truck, and she drove me, you know, around a couple of blocks, and I came back, and I felt good. I mean, I, I guess that's what called cabin fever, and that's the only issue that I had had, and that was actually from being in the house for maybe three, four days, you know, just, just watching television and just being reading. That's it. So. You know, I, I had had a, a little 
that's what I call my crazy moment. It's something to say about um, being able to go outside and get fresh air. You know, um, the blessings is, yes, we are in lockdown. Um, yes, we are in the house and we are social distancing, but you're able to walk outside. You're able, like today, I, I exercise in the park with my mask and my gloves. So I'm able to get fresh air. That's the blessing. I think if I couldn't get that, I don't know. This would be wow. a little, yeah, this would be hard. So it says something about, you know, just being able to go outside and and, and hear the birds and get fresh air. It's just an amazing thing. And I've never seen Baltimore City this quiet since I've lived here. <laughs> this is the quietest city I've ever seen, ever. How do you do on a Sunday morning? Oh, I mean, right now, like if you go outside, you go downtown. This is the quietest six o'clock. What time is it? 637 ever in Baltimore City. <laughs> For real. So, I mean, I think even like, the, the country, the, the um, environment is like, thank you. Can y'all just be quiet and sit still? I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I see it. I don't know. I'm, I'm very, 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 very thankful. I'm very grateful that I still have life amidst all this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just hearing about people like some of my college mates, their parents, you know, are expiring. Uh, a lot of young people um, in the in the D.C. area, in the African-American community, are being stricken with this uh, coronavirus. Um, so I'm just trying to, um, you know, just, just stay safe. I'm trying to practice, uh, you know, great, well, good, you know, I'm sounding like Donald Trump right now. Lord, forgive me. I'm, I'm trying to practice, you know, safety right now. Did you I'm mention really- Trumping and safety? Trumping is coming up. Anyway, we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna get into to, to Donald Trump. He's not worth the conversation. But more than anything, I don't want to talk about him. But more than anything, um, you have to be safe, and we got to get out of this thing as Black people that we're not gonna. It's not we're not susceptible to this virus. There is plenty of black. Matter of fact, we're dying doubly. Well, in a well, in a um, two times more than everyone else because we have underlying issues. Not that we're getting it more. It's just that the underlying issues, the disinvestment in our communities, the way our bodies have been um, stressed out and, and very health deficient, this type of virus takes you out quickly. So uh, we have to be very cognizant that Black people are dying very fast with this disease. So we got to um, really take care of ourselves. It's really important. That, that I want to stress. So we're at the part of the interview where... Um, we say, uh, we talk, we tell the people like a last will and testament. So it's the part of the interview where um, you inspire. Um, some people leave their talent. Some people leave great words. It might be coin, Or just talk to the people in a favorable manner so they can be inspired. A jewel from Milroy Harid. Um, this is my philosophy. I always say that all women are beautiful. All women are aesthetically different than the next. That's me as an artist, as a true artist, to make the mold sculpt, to pull out their most beautiful essentials. That's why I say all women are beautiful. Like, you know, I mean, I, I believe that. Um, that's, that's how I live by. And when the Moha had allowed me to find out what my purpose was, um, I was in college. I was a, bio, a miserable biology major for three years, about to apply to podiatry school. And I was at a very low, I had a big situation that happened, and I was at a low point. 
And that's where the Most High found me. Um, that's where he came and touched me and, and, and let me know what I was supposed to do. And I was like, hey, I never went to hair school. So I just started reading the book. And then one, and I, and I volunteered at a salon, you know, after work, after doing a co-op. And then one day I came back to school and I told my sister, I'm going to do hair. And I started doing hair. So, but, I, but it was already saturated with hairstylists, you know, at the college where I went to. So I got all the girls that nobody wanted to deal with. So that was some of the girls who were of African descent or, you know, pure African women or girls that everybody considered unattractive. And that was my thing. I always liked to make or enhance or to, to invent something. So I would get all the girls that were considered, uh, quote unquote, not attractive, and I would I would bring them out. I would I would make them over, and that's and that's my thing. I just love to do it. So, I mean, I you know I I, I wake up some days. I say, uh, wow, I don't want to do hair no more. I go to sleep and wake up the next morning. And I say, thank you God for waking me up, and thank you for allowing me to do hair. I love it. I eat, sleep, and I think it all the time. And I've had so many opportunities to work other places. I do have my degree, but I just keep finding myself going to hair. And that's where I'm able to, you know, give more praise to the most high. That's how I'm able to work through it. And I mean, it's also open doors, you know, for the other avenues within the fashion industry. So I'm able to bless so many people where I am, you know, so. That's all I have to say. Okay. So that's your last will and testament. Find what you want, do it, and love it. Right? And if you don't have passion for it, then don't do it. Mm. You know, I love to do hair. That's I amazing. love to do hair. So oh, three V's in there, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got you. I got it. So, Brother Miller, we appreciate you in this time. Listen. I appreciate you. Please be safe. Take care of yourself. Get out, get some fresh air, and um, we got to get through this to the other side so we can do some great things together. Hey, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm I, I have a lot of time on my hands to write up stuff. So, hey, it might be a lot when you come to have your meeting with me next time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> G. <laughs> All right, Milroy. It was really, really great to hear from you and to speak to you. I'm. Uh, and I also want to say thanks for sharing your story and your experience with us and the rest of the community. And if you are listening right now, please go to blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. And you can find all of the voices for the Rona Report, as well as the conversations that we've had since Black Box began on 919. Uh, also, you can find Black Box Radio on Instagram and Facebook at Black Box Radio and on Twitter at Box Black. That's at B-O-X-X-B-L-A-K on Twitter. Yes, sir. All right. That is what's up. Thanks again, you all. This is me to come and do this interview. Um, this is the Rona Report. Oh, yeah. Today, uh, Rona Report 4820. We've had Milroy Hari. We appreciate you, Milroy. And this is Black Box Radio. Peace.